0: you're listening to audio theater in a darker shade this is Darkerprojects.com. and now our feature presentation
1: this episode of madness is dedicated to the memory of bill Holweg, a supportive friend a confidant to many a talented artist who loved rock and roll, especially KISS, and a lover of audio. May he continue to inspire all of us as we endeavor on.
2: The following audio is explicit in nature and may contain adult themes, light sexual situations, violent content, or strong language.
0: We're time when the end of the world was just the beginning of a nightmare, when the worst of us set the world to burn while the best of us cower in terror. Tonight's presentation, Madness, Episode 2, Highway to Hell, written by Andrew T. J. Wendt. I'm really glad that you're enjoying yourself.
2: But what the hell is going on? Did Steve say anything before Jared came out?
1: No, man. Not a thing. This whole thing was just It was just totally off the wall. Classic Steve, right? Look, you need to chill out. What the hell was he doing with the fish hooks? Oh, that was the best part. I just got up to take a piss. And he was sitting there, sticking them in. I don't know if he was planning it or what, but that totally made the whole joke. When Jerry came out, you should have seen his face.
3: It was just a joke to him. Kevin had sat there watching Steve mutilate himself like he was putting on monster makeup for a scare prank. And now Steve was dead. And Kevin was just cutting up about it. Steve was dead. Chris killed him. No hesitation, no remorse, just shot him in the head. It was all so casual for him, like he'd shot a coyote that had wandered too close to the camp. That's when it hit me. Steve, Kevin, Chris... They'd all gone crazy in different ways at the same time. And somehow, I'd known it. I woke up terrified. For Melissa, for Ellie, for myself, without knowing why. But I had known. Somehow, I had known that I was in danger. That everyone was in danger. I wondered if they'd caught something or maybe they'd all been exposed to something, but that didn't make sense. I'd been with them all day and I was fine, shitting myself scared, but not crazy. I had to get back to SOFER. I had to find Melissa and Ellie. But somehow I knew that it wasn't just Steve and Kevin and Chris. No, I knew that the whole world had suddenly gone mad. (laughs) Nothing felt real. The chill of the night air on my skin, the smell of the smoldering campfire, the sound of Kevin's manic laughter. It was all vague and distant like the memory of a dream. I wiped at the blood splatter on my face, barely feeling as my body moved without thought or intention. I stared blankly at the body of Stephen Croft, dead from a single gunshot to the head. I didn't recognize him. His face was disfigured from a dozen fish hook piercings and the swell of death. But that wasn't the reason. Call it shock, denial, whatever. My mind refused to fathom and cope with what had happened. Then I remembered, Melissa. I rooted around in my pocket and found my phone. The lock screen clock said it was three minutes after midnight and the no service icon continued to flash in the
2: corner. Damn it. I think that whatever got Steve got <laughs> Kevin too. Dude's bat shit. Chris, I, I need to borrow your truck. <laughs> like hell. I need to get
3: to the gas station. I had a signal there. I need to call Melissa.
1: <laughs> Garrett, you were all like, ah! <laughs> and Chris was just like, bang, you're dead. <laughs> yep, that's pretty much what happened.
2: Chris, I have to know that <laughs> Melissa's okay. Then I'll take you to the station, Jared. Calm down. Calm
3: down? Calm down? What do you mean, calm down? Did you see what just happened here? I saw it.
1: It was awesome!
2: Kevin, (laughs) shut the fuck up and get in the truck. Climb up in the bed. I don't want you breathing on me until we figure out what's wrong with you.
1: Yeah, all right. Yeah, I haven't done that since I was a kid.
2: (laughs) Chris, come on. Help me load the grill in the truck first. What? Are you... you you fucking kidding me? That's a $300 grill, man. I'm not just going to leave it out here to get stolen. Come on. The sooner we get it in the truck, the sooner we'll get to the station.
3: Jesus Christ,
2: Chris. Fine. All right. You lift here. Kevin, pull it up into the bed. All right. One, two,
1: three. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not?
2: Okay, (laughs) let's go now. Hold on. Kevin, get the tie-downs out of the toolbox. He'll fucking hold on to it till we get to the station. Come on! Yeah, all right, fine.
1: mighty steed
2: <laughs> so what do you think happened to steve and kevin i don't know
3: i just woke up and they were they were both just batshit yeah but the weird thing is, when I woke up, I just...
2: I knew something was wrong. Well, it doesn't take a genius to figure that out.
3: No. I mean, before
2: I saw them. Even before I woke up, I think. I just knew. What? You mean like God whispered in your dreams that your friends had gone psycho? No. I, I mean... I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Well, you're damn lucky I didn't shoot you accidentally. I'm not a very good shot. Onward to adventure!
3: If if it had been me that was, you know... Would you have...
2: What? Shot you like I shot Steve? Yeah. Probably. Hell, I'm this close to shooting that moron back there for being an annoying asshole.
1: Oh my god. (laughs) Burn, baby, burn! What's
2: his problem now?
3: uh, I think he sees that. What the hell? Is that the gas station? The gas station was a raging inferno. As we got closer, we saw the cashier standing in the parking lot, watching it burn and smoking a cigarette. Park by those trees, away from the fire. It's fine. Look, the gas pumps are clear of the flames. You were worried about a $300 grill. You really want to risk your $50,000 truck? Ah, good
2: point. Hey, cashier. It's Ronnie. Whatever. This your handiwork? I hate this place. Fair enough. Well, Jared, we're here. A signal, thank God. Are you guys going into town? I need a ride. Oh, yeah, sure. We'll just cram all the crazies we can into the bed. No, no, no. What do you mean all the circuits are busy? In a time of crisis, all the pussies call their mommies. Or, you know, their wife. We have to get into town. We have to find her. We have to... Wait, where's Kevin? I don't know. I thought he was right behind us. Is that him over there by the fire? Shit. He has the propane tank off my grill! Kevin!
0: Boom!
2: Oh, shit! Put him out! Put him out! (coughs) I'm trying! Use your jacket! Smother the flames! Awesome God, he's hurt Yeah, he's burned up pretty bad What the hell were you thinking, you moron? Hey (laughs)
1: Look
2: What? Ah, hell He set the gas pumps on fire Fuck Grab him
1: Cashier! Ronnie! Get behind the truck! Jesus!
3: What? Get down! Did, did you shut off the gas pumps before you torched them?
1: Obviously not. Boom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no! My truck! What is that? I don't know, some fucking metal pipe. God damn it! It went right through the engine block. No, damn it! Ronnie, do you have a car?
1: I just asked him
3: for
2: a ride. So I guess I'll take that as a no. (laughs) (laughs) You think everything is so goddamn funny, don't you? It's all just a fucking joke, Is this a joke, Kevin? Is this funny? Chris, no! Fuck him, Jared. He destroyed my truck and left us stranded out here. So what? You're just gonna shoot him? Wouldn't be the first friend I killed tonight.
1: Someone's coming.
3: Chris forgot his strange, cold-hearted anger as we looked up to see a pair of headlights coming up the road towards what used to be the gas station. We have to hide. Get him into the trees. What? Why? We need a ride. What if What if they're like Steve? And Kevin? And um... Uh... Ronnie. Right. Everyone else out here is totally psycho tonight. Get him into the trees, quick, before he sees us.
2: Get into the trees, cashier.
3: What's he doing? He's... he's just looking at the fire.
2: Well, does he look friendly?
3: No. No. I don't think so. He has a shotgun over his shoulder. That doesn't
1: mean shit.
3: (laughs) He spotted the truck. He's coming this way. Quick, shut him up. How the hell do you suggest I do that? I don't know. Hold him. Put your hand over his mouth.
2: Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Damn waste of a nice truck.
1: Mm-hmm. Shh, shut up, shut up. Shh. Shut up. Oh no.
3: No, God. Jared, shut the fuck up. Hey, who's over there?
2: How about you come out here now?
1: <sighs> no, you stupid. You take out that station, kid? Yeah, and I need a ride to town. The other dude's truck is crashed. The other dude? There's someone else in those bushes, boy? Yeah, some old guys. I think one of them is dead. How about you come out and join us before I start blasting into those
2: trees? (laughs) Fucker! Shit! Jared, you make it? You... you killed him? Yeah, he was trying to kill us. And now I got us a car and a shotgun. You're welcome. No. Not him. Kevin. You killed Kevin.
3: You broke his neck.
2: All right. Well, he wouldn't have made it to the hospital anyways. That idiot might as well have killed himself with that propane tank.
1: Can we go now?
2: God, I hate kids. You know, you're going to have to deal with that crap one day, Jared. I mean, you know... If your kid's still alive. I watched Chris and Ronnie walk toward the car. Two emotionless
3: monsters that seemed unmoved by the horrors that had unfolded around us. I pulled out my cell phone again and thumbed redial. I don't know if it was what Chris had said about Ellie, but I had to hear Melissa's voice, and I prayed to hear my daughter crying in the background.
1: Where's the all circuits are busy now. Please try your call again later.
3: I picked up the shotgun from the pooling blood of the dead man. I hoped I wouldn't need to use it. What's more, I hoped I wouldn't need to use it against my friend.
2: Get over here, or we're leaving you behind, Jared. Damn it! Phone lines jammed? No, my battery's dead. I had a car charger, but I left it in the truck. Along with the grill. Fucking Kevin. It wasn't his fault. He was just... sick. I guess. Yeah, well, Mr. Sicko cost me $50,300. I still had 14 payments on that truck. Kevin is dead, Chris. Is your truck really more important than that? Is that all you fucking care about? Nope. I also care about getting back to town. Something like this starts happening and the rioters hit the liquor stores first.
1: Seriously? Jesus Christ, you guys are like an old married couple. If
2: you don't like the company, you can just open that door and...
1: Look out! God, how about a little warning next time?
3: A semi-truck had jackknifed on the highway and flipped the trailer. Its crumpled remains blocked both lanes and various cuts of frozen beef littered the road. Wow. That's got to be a few thousand dollars worth of steak. Can you get around it? Drive down into the ditch, maybe? Not in this.
2: Now if I had my truck...
1: Oh good, we can all die of old age while you two argue.
2: Shut it, drama queen. There was a dirt road a couple of miles back. It probably goes far enough south to the train tracks. We can't drive down the train tracks. No, but there's another dirt road that runs along them between Soffer and the lake... The weekend partiers take it back and forth to my store to avoid the cops. It's not a great road, but it's passable. Probably. The back roads are probably safer anyway. I hate to burst your bubble, but I'm starting to think that nothing's safe. Yeah, you got that right. Oh yeah? And what's that supposed to mean? Forget it. If you've got something to say, then say it. Don't think I didn't see you hauling that shotgun around. You've killed three people in the last half an hour. Two of them were your best friends. Yeah, and? That doesn't bother you? Someone had to save our asses. Save your ass, specifically. You've been too busy pissing all over yourself, too. Oh
1: my god, will you guys stop? I'm sick of listening to your crap.
2: You're about one angsty comment away from severe road rash, Cashier.
1: Stop
3: calling me Cashier, dude! Would you just concentrate on driving, Chris? There's the dirt road. I see it. Ronnie, uh, you have Facebook on your phone?
2: Duh. Check it out. See if anyone's saying anything. Facebook? If you have the internet, why not just check a news website or something?
1: No one gets their news from the news anymore, Grandpa. Hmm. Hey, Jared. Fucking hate this kid. Everyone's just posting crazy stuff. Someone help. I think my dad's trying to kill me. Oh, God. What the fuck is happening? Lol. Someone just flew a plane at a Big Ben. LMAO. What? Wait. Big Ben? Yeah, that one was CJ. She thinks she saw hot shit because her dad moved her to London. What else has she been posting? Nothing good, just a selfie. Let me see. What I saw on
3: the screen of Ronnie's phone made my stomach churn. A young girl, Ronnie's age, blonde and beautiful, displaying a cheesy grin. It might have been any of a million teenager selfies that cross Facebook every day except that her face and hands were smeared with blood, and she held up the sloppily severed head of a middle-aged man by its matted hair.
2: Oh God, it's happening everywhere. Let me see. Wait, it looks like morning there.
1: It says it was posted 15 minutes ago. It's 6 a.m. in London,
2: moron. All right, that's it. You need to shut the... Whoa. What? What? Why are we stopping? Look up ahead. Is that a… flashlight?
3: Headlight. A motorcycle or something. It's just… sitting there. I think we should turn around.
2: I can't. The road's too narrow. It's coming toward us. Turn around. There's no shoulder. Hang on. I'm putting it in reverse.
3: faster he's still coming
2: it doesn't go any faster in reverse
3: shit shit
0: Listening to Darker Projects' production of Madness, Episode Two: Highway to Hell. Written by Andrew T. J. Rowe. Featured in this episode were Persephone Rose as Jared Carvey, Shane Harris as Chris Larson, Dave Morgan as Kevin Falson, Russell Gold as Ronnie Black, Eric Paul Johnson as the Redneck, and Yours Truly as the announcer. Madness is written and created by Andrew T. J. Rowe and was produced by M. J. Cockburn. The executive producer for Darker Projects is M.J. Cogburn. The music was performed by Celestial Aeon Project. This has been a Darker Projects production. Visit us on the web at www.darkerprojects.com. This is Mark Brzee. Thanks for listening.